If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. For my faithful listeners who are used to ad-free podcast episodes, we now have them for you over on our exclusive membership community on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash self-care IRL. In addition to the ad-free podcast episodes, you will also find all of the gems that I have created for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. It is absolutely crazy to me that summer, she peaced out on us. Summer is gone. Fall has entered. We are deep into fall. It feels like jackets and flannel shirts outside right now. And I'm like, how did we get here? It really does. Like, I feel like I didn't get enough summer. I didn't do enough beach time. I think I went like once. Did I even wait? I don't think I even went to the beach. I didn't even get to go to the beach. My tan that I got from the one summer vacation that I did. It's disappearing, like it's gone. And if I'm honest, I'm upset about it. Like I got an attitude that I'm not as brown as I was, you know, three months ago. But also with that thought arrived a little bit of anxiety um, because there is like this and shout out to Coach Stormy. But there is like this um, low vibrational energy that surrounds us in the winter months. Seasonal depression is a real thing. And I don't think we talk about it enough because it does affect so many of us and we kind of just you know it's whatever it's just three months of the year but that's a long time to be affected or 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 to be depressed in that way and so if you're unfamiliar seasonal depression is a form of depression that is usually experienced during the late fall where there is less sunlight and the days are shorter and colder it is also really wild to me that experts aren't really certain of like where or how it begins or starts or why it comes. Some think that those seasonal changes sort of like disrupt how we function during sleeping and waking hours, which then cause us to feel either extra energized or alert or sometimes really drowsy at times, like there's an imbalance that happens. Another theory is that the changing seasons disrupt our hormones, such as serotonin and melatonin, which regulates the sleep, mood, and feelings of well-being. 
whatever the cause of seasonal depression may be, in this episode, you and I are going to discuss some things that we can do to actually manage and maneuver around seasonal depression. One of the first things that I think that we should do, and I don't think we do often enough, is really mentally prepare for our fall, right? Um, The minute it gets colder outside, I have a complete mind shift, like everything changes. And I think if we start to prepare for seasonal depression in the fall, we will be better prepared for it when it arrives and kind of just sits you know, this little lazy old tail on our lap come November and December. This is why it's really important just to identify a thing, a thing. Like most of us struggle during the winter months. So let's just call it what it is. It is seasonal depression. So before I get into tip number two, I got to give you a word from one of our sponsors. In case you haven't noticed, I stay really busy as a content creator, writer, DJ, and podcaster. Though to-do lists are a really effective way to stay organized, I've been having a hard time actually crossing things off my to-do list. I hate the way coffee makes me crash, so I've been trying Magic Mind. Magic Mind is an elixir that you drink daily. It has ingredients like matcha, nootropics, and adaptogens. I've been drinking Magic Mind every morning for the last week, and I have really noticed a difference in how many tasks I'm able to tackle each day. I even shared some of my magic mind with my husband and he was so impressed with the taste. If you're like me and need to stay energized and focused for your massive to-do list, I totally recommend you go check them out at magicmind.co slash IRL and join a community of go-getters. You can also use my discount code IRL20 to get 40% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. My 40% off code only lasts 10 days, so hurry up. Number two, I want you to add some plants to your home. During the pandemic, I became more of like an avid plant mom. I needed I needed things to grow in my presence, right? And I needed to take care of something besides my husband. <laughs> but here's my disclaimer. You're going to kill some. It's inevitable. Let it go. It's okay. Don't let this discourage you. Still, you know, explore what plants make you happy. Which ones do you like to look at? Do you want like a big one, like a uh, birds of paradise? Or do you want a smaller fiddle leaf? Do you want ones with flowers? Do you want, you know, them ugly, weird ones? Or you want a cute, dainty one, like a little cute cactus? Um, but w- whatever your style is, play around with that. But it's it's a limitless experience on how you can curate your plant space. I'll leave a link in the show's description so you can see what my plant space looks like. Number three, make your home cozy. Now, when I say cozy, I don't just mean buying new warm blankets or candles that remind you of joyful moments, although please buy them both as well. But maybe take some time to frame some of your favorite photos of your favorite people, including yourself, and then hang them on your wall. You can even invest in some artwork from some of your favorite artists. Make your home somewhere you enjoy being and a place that you enjoy looking at. You should be able to sit in any room of your home in complete silence 
and smile. Number four, have you ever heard of happy lights? Lucky for us, there are now these lamps that are specifically made to help ease the effects of seasonal depression. The light actually mimics daylight and will help you out when it starts getting darker outside at a really early hour. I turn mine on around about 5.30 or so when the sun is prepping to be off for the night so I can get that extra hour or so in, you know. It just makes you feel, you know, like warm and fuzzy inside. Um, it's a really great way to boost your mood in a little simple way. Number five, adjust your sleep schedule. Listen, I laugh every time one of you new folks asks me what my morning routine is. I ain't got none, okay? I hate morning times. I don't like to get up. I, I just can't do it. However, in the spirit of being better, I am committed to waking up a, a little bit earlier, just a little bit earlier, a little bit earlier so I can catch the sun during its first shift, you know, because I'm a second shift kind of girl around about 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Yeah, that's that's me. But this way, if you wake up early, we're going to get even more hours with the sun, right? So if you start, if you're normally waking up at five, still wake up at five. But if you wake up around 10 like me, let's shoot to wake up around eight, right? Okay, promise. Great. Number six is regular physical activities. Now listen, you know, I'd be dreading the gym every single day until I actually get to the gym. It's officially my therapy session. I really one, I really enjoy the conversations that I have with my trainer. We cackle a lot for that whole hour. He talks a lot about his girlfriends, insert sneaky laughs. <laughs> I give him full relationship advice. Um, like prime example, last Friday, I was pissed. Like I was big mad. I had a client um, who really undervalued me. And quite honestly, I was offended. I was very offended. And it really was... The reason why I was so pissed was because I couldn't really find any professional words to respond. So I ended up just being quiet, which in turn made me mad. Like I felt like I betrayed myself because I wasn't able to articulate how I was feeling in the moment without really uh, cussing, basically. <laughs> so I got to the gym and when I tell you I had a... I had a dude, honey, pouting. I could even feel like when I walked in the gym, I could feel that my energy was just janky. So I told a story from my to my trainer while I was lifting weights, um, which then made me do more because I wasn't counting right, you know. Um, but for that hour, I just felt heard. I felt strong. I felt empowered. It was what I needed. You know, on most days when I get to the gym, of course, I'm not that pissed, but I am carrying what often feels like the weight of the world on my back. So when you can, if you can allow yourself, allow your body to get moving in any way you can get those endorphins moving. Endorphins are your body's happy juice. Okay, so number seven goes with number six. Obviously, it's eat healthy foods, child. Now, listen, I'm still working on this one because Lord knows I love a good sweet anything, but there's a balance needed in all areas of your life. Also, 
we're not going to negate all the work we've been doing in the gym. So let's try to figure out. I'll probably have a guest on here soon because I need some help with this too. But let's try to figure out little ways um, that we can be better eaters, right? Number eight, have something to look forward to on your calendar. Now, for me, all my events have to go on the calendar. If I don't put it in the calendar, it ain't going to get done. I ain't going to show up. If you're feeling like, you know, I don't know, too much like a hermit, like you just want to sit in the house all the time and you can't really motivate yourself to go outside and be social in the wintertime, create a calendar with things you can look forward to. This is a great pen to paper commitment, right? It's a great exercise. So say, okay, so now it's what, October? So plan something for the end of November with some friends and stick to it that way. You can honor the hermit side of you, like totally be a a hermit, be a hermit. Yes. But you can also be a social butterfly as well. There's a great balance in doing both of those things to honor who you are. You know, I love the duality of things. Number seven, find a new hobby. People who be out here just like raw dog in life really scare me. Like what y'all be doing out there? Find a thing that you can learn that challenges you. There's an unparalleled excitement that really does come along with just learning. You know, it exercises your mind. One of my biggest fears in life is that I'm going to turn, I don't know, 72 and I'm going to forget everything. Like I ain't going to remember nothing. And so I try my hardest to do hobbies, to do crossword puzzles, whatever it is, get your mind learning and doing new things. Number eight, we are going to embrace the good. I want to challenge you this winter. Let's take some time to really lean into the winter holidays that bring you joy. You know, it's only three, so you can pick Is it Halloween? Do you love dressing up? Is it Thanksgiving? Do you love cooking? Do you love, you know, hosting dinners? Or is it Christmas? Obviously, you know which one mine is. I adore Christmas. It's my favorite holiday of all time. It was my favorite growing up. I loved when I used to decorate the house with my mom, even though she was doing more decorating and I was doing more watching. (laughs) But during the pandemic, I noticed I didn't really decorate. You know, I was like, well, no one's going to see it but me. So we can save putting up the tree. It'll be whatever. But I realized that not decorating made me feel like complete doo-doo. Like I felt horrible. So I promised myself that from here on out, I would go over the top, above and beyond to decorate every year because my joy, I'm, 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 I'm creating joy. Joy is what matters most to me. And so I'm going to forever and always decorate for Christmas. It can be so frustrating to have a skin concern that just won't go away. You spend hundreds of dollars on products that promise to fix it and nothing changes. If you've been living with eczema, acne, or rosacea, you can relate to the frustration. With Glad Skin, you can expect something different. October is National Eczema Awareness Month, and around 16.0 million adults in the U.S. have eczema, including my husband. 
I was so excited when we found Glad Skin because after using it for a few weeks now, he has felt such a difference. Glad Skin uses Microbalance, a revolutionary protein that restores the balance of good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. Plus, it's steroid free and doesn't use any harsh ingredients. So if you've been frustrated with your treatment options, don't wait to try Glad Skin. They are offering my listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash TY. That's gladskin.com slash TY for 15% off plus free shipping. Gladskin.com slash TY. Number nine, I want us to plan a cozy trip. You don't have to go skiing or snow tubing or even fly somewhere warm, although those are good too. But maybe try a new hotel right in your city. Order some room service. Uh, You can even rent a cozy Airbnb, invite some friends over for the evening, make sure you put them out around about 10 o'clock. But just take some time away and plan a trip for yourself or for you and your good girlfriends. Number 10 is for me and for me only, but if you can relate, sure. But set limits on how much you scroll on your phone. Child, TikTok got me in chokehold. I could watch TikTok like it's a movie. I scroll for like two, three hours. I look up, eight hours have passed. You know, like it's it's really got a hold on me. Um, But spending too much time on your phone during a time where your mental health is suffering is just not setting you up for success. So take the break, put the phone down, go plan the trip, go do one through nine, okay? (laughs) Number 11, I want you to go get some vitamin D. And that's both of them. (laughs) But if you are deficient in vitamin D, that can exasperate any depression that you're feeling. Discuss with your doctor about your levels and what sort of vitamin dose you should be taking. There was a time where I actually needed to boost because my vitamin D was so low. So she actually prescribed me vitamin D. So do not be afraid or weary or you know whatever the case whatever the word is uh go to the doctor and get your levels checked just to make sure that your body is functioning at the capacity that you need it to be number 12 is probably my all-time favorite thing to do i know you can guess this because you guys know me but journaling okay i still feel like journaling saves lives um if you need some journal prompts let me know send me a message on uh, Instagram or DM me or whatever. Um, I feel like I should bring back our journal challenge. We did one back uh, right after the pandemic. It was a good time. We unpacked lots of things and then we had like a Zoom call at the end. I feel like I should do it again, but let me know um, if you want me to bring that back. Number 13 is connect with your friends regularly. Now, I saw this meme on Facebook that I'll probably make um, as a discussion topic, probably for next week's episode. But it was something like, you know, if I disappear for six months, you know, and pop back up and be your friend again, you know, don't pay me no mind kind of thing. Of course, I'm ad-libbing, but you get the gist. Um, I thought it was weird. Still think it's weird. I think 
if you you should be meeting up with your friends, you should be spending time with your friends. You should be uh, if you have to, you know, schedule weekly calls. It is it is is maintenance. It is maintenance for your friendships, and it is absolutely needed. I think it's weird not to socialize. I think it's weird not to have friends. Um, and when I say weird, that's just my generic, generalized term. So my apologies if anyone is offended. But I think that there is a lot of codependency that happens. Um, there was a word that a therapist used. Uh, her name is Nidra, a black lady with a really big fro. I know you've seen her on the internet, but she used a term that I can't think of right now, but it was very much the term of like, um, or the idea rather that like people are so conditioned to think that they can be self-sufficient um, when really you can't. And when you really only believe that because you believe that people will let you down or they haven't been there for you or you've had to do things by yourself. So you believe that you can be self-made, you can be self-sufficient and all this, these self-centered words. You really cannot. You really need people. Um, so again, reiterating my number 13, which is connect with your friends regularly. I use, I typically talk to my best friend, Anitra, um, maybe three times a week. Uh, we probably FaceTime at least two or three. And FaceTime is, is new for me and for us, um, all of my friends. But we FaceTime started because we were during the pandemic and we were just sitting home bored um, and couldn't go outside. We were on lockdown for two months. So we would FaceTime all the time. And it just felt good. It feels good to be able to be on the phone and see her react to things. Um, so, again, let people in. Lean on your people. Um this this life is not meant to be experienced on our own. I full wholeheartedly with all my heart, full heart believe that we are humans experiencing connections together. That's it. Um, yeah, moving on. Number 14, talk therapy. Check out episode 62 for a breakdown of how to find the right therapist. I really break down what you need, um, the questions you need to ask your therapist, uh, when's the right time to find the therapist, what happens if you don't like your therapist and you got to move on to a new one. Um, so check out episode 62. I think it's a really good episode to really help you. But number 14, talk, talk therapy. Number 15, last tip for helping you battle seasonal depression, antidepressants. Do not be ashamed if you need a little boost, okay? Do not be, um, just do not be ashamed. I can't put it in any other terms. Talk with your therapist about what you might be able to benefit from antidepressants. I think it's important that we cope the best way we can. So if the things that I'm giving you are not working, or if the things that you've tried are not working, you've listened to other podcasts, you've talked to friends, if all of those things are not working for you, and you still need a way to cope, talk to your therapist about what antidepressants can do for you. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for for just leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are here every week faithfully listening and supporting the podcast. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story that you want to share, please consider joining our community. Log on to patreon.com slash self-care. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash self-care IRL. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Monday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your go a favor and share it so we can keep the conversations going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self-Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I enjoyed you. And until next time, toodles.